0: she tied lil money need a big boy, pull up 20 inch blades like I'm Lil Troy. Now it's everybody flocking need a decoy. Shorty mixing up the vodka with the liquor. Yeah. G wagon, G wagon, G wagon, G wagon, all the housewives pulling up. I got a lot of toys, 720s pumping Fallout Boy. You was talking shit in the beginning, back when I was feeling unforgiven. I know I pissed you off to see me winning. See the igloo in my mouth and I be grinning. Honey bands in my pocket, it's on me Honey deep when I roll like the army Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely It's a moment when I show up, God, I'm saying wow Honey bands in my pocket, it's on me Yeah, your grandmama probably know me Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely It's a moment when I show up, God, I'm saying wow Everywhere I go, catch me on the block like a mutambo. 750 Lambo in the Utah snow Trunk in the front like that shit Dumbo, boy. Yeah. Cut the roof off like a nip tuck Pull up to the house with some big butts Turn the kitchen counter to a strip club Me and Dre came for the Mm -hmm. When I got quiet, all of y'all disappear Before I dropped Sonny, none of y'all really care Now they always say congratulations to the kid And this is not a 40, but I'm pouring out this shit Used to have a lot, but I got more now Made another hit, cause I got bored now Always going for it, never pump Fourth down, last call, Hail Mary Prescott, touchdown
1: And if you haven't guessed by now, that is Post Malone. Uh, one of my new favorite artists, one of my wife's favorite, favorite artists. And this is the reason why I put it on here today. Um, my wife adores Post Malone. Uh, <laughs> he makes really good music. It's not your standard hip hop music. It's He's kind of all over the place. Um, really cool artist. If you've ever seen interviews of him, he, he seems like a real down to earth type of artist. So really cool guy. Uh, Austin, Austin Richards Post. That's his real name. Uh, Born July 4th, 1995. Known professionally as Post Malone, of course, is an American rapper, singer, songwriter, and record producer. Uh, He was born in Syracuse, New York, raised in Grapevine, Texas. Malone began his hip-hop career following the release of his single, White Iverson, in 2015. It peaked at number 14 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and was later certified quadruple Platinum in the United States. That's hard to do quadruple platinum. Its success resulted in his recording contract with Republic Records later that year. Um, and it goes on to say other uh, Malone has since earned the number four album Stoney in 2016 and the number one album "Beer Bongs and Bentleys in 2018, two really good albums, on the US Billboard 200. Uh, Bongs and Bentleys broke several streaming records upon release while Stony broke Michael Jackson's 34-year record for most weeks on the Billboard's top R&B and hip-hop album chart, reaching its 77th week compared to 76 weeks that Michael Jackson's Thriller spent uh, on the charts. Uh, Malone has attained six uh, top 10 singles on the Billboard 100, which you know features Congratulations, Better Now, Wow, which I just featured here with the single Wow, and the chart-topping song Rockstar, Psycho, Sunflower uh, with Swae, which was featured on the uh, new Spider-Man, uh, Enter the Spider-Verse. Uh, Post Malone has gained recognition for blending various musical genres for his introspective songwriting and his uh, iconic vocal style. And if you've ever seen interviews of Post Malone, uh, he doesn't accredit to really anybody how his style goes. Uh, he does credit Bob Dylan, which he was a big fan of Bob Dylan. And other artists that he uh, was influenced by him was like 50 Cent and Kurt Cobain. So uh, that's pretty much it for Post Malone. Uh, cool album. Pick it up. Uh, Beer bongs and Bentleys. Uh, really cool artist. And that's my musical artist of the week. Let's get on with the show. Hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk eBay. I'm your host Johnny with Sin City Hustlers. You can find me under Instagram under Sin underscore City underscore Hustlers. Go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram. So anything I talk about today, not only can you hear what I'm talking about, you'll also be able to see what I was talking about. Uh, This week, we're going to go over my uh, eBay sales. We're going to go over eBay news and eBay tip of the week. And I do have some resellers on this week. they are some local resellers. Uh, they go by the name of Will and Candice. And their uh, Instagram handle is Nevada Vintage Resell. So it's Nevada Vintage Resell. It was a really cool interview. Really nice couple. Really smart. They're doing it right. Uh, it, they're really nice. So let's go ahead and get them on so we can listen to their story and their journey as resellers. Let's get them on right now morning hello is this candace
2: yeah (laughs) i was trying to figure out how this thing works
1: yeah uh, it's a little weird with the app but uh yeah that's how i do my interviews it's uh through the app so you know a lot of people i tell people download the app and then i can call you through the app and they're like wow that's strange (laughs) right But that's why i I messaged you saying it's not a live uh podcast it's a pre-recorded because a lot of people ask me is this going to be live do I need to get dressed up <laughs>
2: <laughs> well that would be uh I'm still in pajamas so it wouldn't be a good look
1: <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's totally okay so am I how I'm are you doing you.
2: this morning oh boy <laughs> good how are you
1: <laughs> can you hear me are you, you hearing me okay yeah I can hear you okay cool okay how are you guys doing this morning good good, good how are you I'm doing good. Where do you guys do? You guys live in Vegas or or Nevada or somewhere? Yeah, yeah. No, we're in Vegas. We're in the uh, southeast suburbs. Oh, okay. We're by South Point. We're by South Point, basically. Oh, okay. I know what that is. Yeah, I'm off in uh, Nellis in uh, uh, Sahara. Okay. Oh, you're way up there. Yeah. We
2: like to <laughs> venture over to your side sometimes. Find yeah. some good yeah.
1: stuff. Yeah. Start from the start from the bottom all the way to the top. Right.
2: <laughs> right. Uh. <laughs> We actually love the one on, what is it, Lamb and Cheyenne, That's Pecos cool. and Cheyenne,
3: the
1: uh, yeah. yeah.
2: That's on Nellis, I think. Is it?
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, so, uh, yeah, I know which one that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I probably hit up all the Goodwills once or twice in the Las Vegas area. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and
2: savers and salvation army Saber, and Desert right,
1: salvation Army. <laughs> well it's, it's nice to finally meet you guys uh thank you for coming on to the show i appreciate it um it's always yeah. nice to to interview some you know local resellers you know i get a lot of uh interviews with you know sellers from the east coast or midwest you know so it's nice to to talk to some locals yeah
3: yeah there's uh surprising how many how many thrifters there are in this town you run into people all the time and and uh you start seeing the same people in the thrift stores over and over again, and you start recognizing faces. And, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of us out here.
1: Yeah, there is, there is. I, I, when I go, uh, uh, sourcing, I see a lot of the same faces and especially the, uh, the Goodwill, uh, like the outlets, the bins, okay. um, yeah. we, we always see the, the same faces there. They're like there every day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We don't do the bins. It's not something we're into.
2: I think, well, I went we, to we the, have, I went but... to the Cheyenne one once. Or twice?
3: Yeah, yeah, a couple times.
2: Yeah, I don't
3: know. It's a little too hectic for us. <laughs> <laughs> it gets a little overwhelming. It's
1: uh, no, it's complete very- total free for all. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's mayhem.
1: <laughs> I was uh, uh, one of the uh, resellers that I interviewed last year, um, Stephen Covio. He goes by Thrifter X. Um, okay. He, uh, I don't know if you know him, but um, no. I run into him all the time, and he's like, "You need to get in there." Uh, Johnny, you need to get in there and and you know, you know, bump elbow to elbow with everybody when they when they roll those carts out. And I go, I can't, I can't do it because <laughs> right. I'll, end up, I'll end up fighting somebody seriously. Because first of all, I don't like being touched. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so Same here. I just, Yeah, I can't just go in there and and just start fighting for clothes and shoes or whatever like that. that's just it's just not my style.
3: Yeah, I. Uh that and I feel like i'm gonna get stabbed when i'm in there the 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 people by, that are
2: by the, a mystery object in the, the pe- bin or well, mystery <laughs> object
3: in the bin or by one of the people uh who are next to me in the bins, you know there's a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of interesting people in those places <laughs> yeah i agree <laughs> yeah and it really is uh yeah. man- yeah. They wheel that cart out and uh, they they rip the tarp off it and everybody goes completely crazy
1: and no they do it, uh, I uh, actually, it's not my Instagram uh, video one time of of the cart being rolled out oh. and just people just going nuts over everything you know people just scooping up you know clothes or shoes or whatever and just throwing them into their basket and then they'll, <laughs> cherry, pick, they'll cherry pick what they want and then throw the rest back into the bin
2: yeah, yeah. They, they
1: sort it later and and throw the yeah. junk back
2: i remember going to the savers bins when they first opened and it was calm and then i went a couple weeks ago and it was crazy i was like wow
1: yeah it's crazy um uh first question uh how'd you guys uh start reselling how'd you guys just discover that you can uh resell for a living well
2: you uh, you can go
1: yeah i uh <laughs> it's
3: it's, it's it in your sort, blood. Of it sort of in my blood it's something my father did my entire life um It's funny, when we have family gatherings, we always inevitably will have a conversation about all of the things that my father sold as a kid. Um, He had a full-time job as a car salesman, but on the weekends, he would sell anything he'd get his hands on. He would buy it cheap and sell it on street corners and flea markets and fairs and everything from uh, ceramic uh, cigar store Indians to... Um, velvet paintings to he would make his own cypress clocks and just my entire life i heard my dad a billion times um would look at an item and and his first thought was what he could get that for what he could sell it for That that was his mindset constantly everything had a value and everything had a resale value and um
0: it's It's kind kind of ingrained
3: in my brain yeah it's uh it's it's Something I've been around, and and I started selling on eBay a little bit back when eBay first started. Back when you would have to send people checks in the mail and wait for it to clear to get your item, and it was a big pain. It was it was it was interesting. That was before
2: my time. <laughs> um,
3: I, would, I would sell things on eBay back then, and people would would write me letters, write me emails. Uh, a week later, wanting to know where their item was, I'm like, I haven't received your check in the mail, or my bank hasn't cleared it. It was a whole thing. It was way complicated back then. Yeah, but just, yeah, it's yeah. something I've been into forever. It's not something I've done full time until recently, but it's uh, it's always been a part of my life.
1: That's cool. Um, so how long have you guys have been uh, full time resellers?
3: Well, uh, two years full time, about two years, yeah. maybe three ish, sort of. But okay. uh, the last two years full time for sure.
2: I, I still consider myself part time because like I could hustle like ten times harder than I really am doing now.
3: Well, it's a it's a time issue. Yeah, um, kids. yeah kids, kids, kids <laughs> in life. You know, yeah, that's <laughs> totally understandable. <laughs> yeah, we have plenty of responsibilities, but uh, yeah, I would say full time, as close to full time as you can get for
1: the last two years. Nice. That that's, that. So, do you like uh, full time reselling? Is that something that there was a goal of yours, or just kind of fell? In uh,
3: not initially, it wasn't a goal, but uh, I think it's getting more and more to that point where um, we enjoy it so much that um that we would love to do it full-time it would it would
2: uh we love the thrill of thrill of the treasure hunting
3: that's it we're like we're we're modern i always say we're modern day pirates without <laughs> all, all the rape and pillage because <laughs> we're just out uh searching for treasure and yeah, uh that's not the first time i've heard that that same <laughs> <modern day> pirates <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: exactly it's um that the thrill of finding something valuable is uh is a rush that uh you know, can't be duplicated for me. I, I get a real kick out of finding something in a thrift store, grass sale, wherever that, um, that I know I could uh,
1: make some money on. It's, it's, it's a rush. Sometimes yeah, we... I, mean, I think most resellers yeah. have that same feeling, that same mentality is like going after or hunting for that treasure and knowing that it has some sort of value and that you can sell it for, or, you know, high profit. Oh, sure. yeah. so,
0: sure. That's Brilliant. a big part of
1: it. Yeah. 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 I, I,
3: when I find something good, it's uh, you can't you can't duplicate that feeling.
1: Um, you guys don't just sell on eBay. You guys sell on other platforms, right?
2: Uh, pretty much all of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we do eBay, Poshmark,
2: uh, Offer
3: OfferUp. I've even shipped a few things on OfferUp lately. That's it's slow going, but um,
2: shipping is really yeah, cheap, shipping on offer is up. cheap on OfferUp. Shipping is super cheap on OfferUp.
3: So, uh,
1: yeah, we sell on all platforms. Um, Amazon, everything. Yeah, yeah. Do you find it difficult to sell on all platforms? Do you guys cross list on a lot of stuff or, um, there was um a interview that I, I had on, a, uh, my last pop, just my recent podcast, I asked them if it's difficult to cross list and to keep track of everything that you sell and try to delete everything off other platforms.
3: Yeah, that's, that's a problem I have because, um, I, I do the bookkeeping for our business. So I, I enter all the sales reports, inventory, all of that. And, um, and I'm I'm constantly asking Candice if something that we sold was listed on something else and we have to think about it and go back and look and a little bit of an issue. Uh, you got to keep track of what you have listed on different platforms. Cause I think uh, any reseller who does that knows that feeling when something sells that, you know, you've already sold somewhere else. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's so, easy to
2: list it and just, you know, finding it and deleting it off of whatever app it didn't sell yeah. on. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's hard to remember what you have when you have, you know over a thousand items listed on ebay it's it's hard to remember what items you've listed in other places but um i'm sure at some point we'll get to some sort of software in our in our system where we could keep track of that um we're not there
1: yet but i think we'll get there yeah um i have the almost the same issue i mean it's pretty rare that you would sell something on one platform and then forget to delete it or have it sell at the same time you know so you know i sold something on ebay where I forgot to delete it off Poshmark like days later, you know, but you know, because my sales are kind of sporadic with Poshmark. So I knew I didn't have an, it was going to be an issue with it. Okay. So I just, Oh yeah. I sold this on eBay. I I need, I need to delete this.
2: (laughs) Actually, that's what I was just doing. before you called, I was going through and making sure I took everything off this week that has sold on eBay and taking it off Poshmark or Mercari and vice versa.
0: Um, just covering. what
1: are you having, which platform are you having the most success on right now?
2: Um, uh, uh, this two. month so far, Poshmark. And
1: yeah, how many Still
2: Killing eBay right now.
3: eBay has been our bread and butter since day one, but, um, this, this, this month eBay has been very slow.
1: Yeah, it has been slow. And, and I think it's just not, you know, just a few select reseller. I think it's just all down the line. I've just seen posts after posts on Instagram. About how slow January is. My January was great. The beginning,
0: yeah. yeah, was great. I
1: was getting you know a bunch of sales, and I my recent podcast, I, I kind of hinted that it was maybe because the uh, that Netflix show tidying up with Marie Kondo. Yeah, yeah. I and I was like, oh, maybe it was because that kind of in- influx at the beginning of the year of people watching that show and then kind of inspired to to clean out their their closet and stuff, and maybe That's- that.
2: That with the government shutdown and all that is affecting it right now
3: yeah, yeah there's 800,000 government workers that didn't have paychecks for a month so I think that that can only have a negative effect on things like this you know yeah that's uh that's true it's a lot of people it's um, a lot of people without paychecks yeah. for a long time so
1: <laughs> um how can people find you on social media
3: Uh, we're on, uh, Instagram at, uh, Nevada vintage resale, Nevada vintage resale. One word, um, uh, Twitter,
2: Twitter, same handle, same
3: handle on Twitter, um, Nevada vintage resale. We're not super big into our social media just yet. We're working on it. It's something, um, I've been big on Twitter on my personal account for a lot of years. I've got quite a few followers on there, but, um. I haven't really, we haven't really branched out into our, so Candice, is in charge of all that and she's, she's working on it, but it's, it hasn't been a big part of our business yet, but it's, it's getting the there. list
2: of things. <laughs> yeah. She
3: got a lot on her plate. So, um, we're working on that, but Nevada vintage resale is our Instagram. That's, and we also, I also started an Instagram called crazy thrift finds. <laughs> it's all one word where I just post pictures of all the weird things I find in thrift stores. It's, it's pretty new. It's, it's not a lot of followers yet, but it's, it's, I think it's going to be fun in the future. <laughs>
2: So if you yeah, would like to yeah. add something.
3: You find something weird. Yeah, I just, yeah, if, we'll yeah. add it. if you <laughs> find something weird, send it to me and crazy thrift finds and I'll post it.
1: Yeah, so uh, go ahead and follow them on their Instagram. Give them a follow, follow the journey. Uh, they post a lot of cool stuff on there. Um, there's a, a, a fairly recent Instagram post uh, of you guys uh, about some photo slides. Tell me about that.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, really cool story. Um, Actually, if you go to my personal Twitter, it's uh, Sin City Tiki, one word, Sin City Tiki. Um, I posted an entire thread on this story and how this all went down. Um, long story short, I went to an estate sale about a year ago and purchased a family's entire um, life's collection of photo slides. Uh, the person seemed pretty eager to get rid of them. She didn't want them. She just wanted them out of the house, so I bought... 20 boxes or so for i think five dollars is what i paid her for it and um it sat around the house for about a year you know in our death pile of inventory we need to list it just sat out in the garage and uh last week i was doing some cleaning and i pulled it out and i said you know what i'm gonna go through these things finally and see what's on here and i made a day of it and went through and there was a lot of amazing family photos in there a lot of really cool stuff
2: high quality photos high too. quality
3: photos too this person had a good camera and um
2: all from the 60s and 70s? All from the
3: late 60s, early 70s. And I just kept thinking about how there has to be somebody in these photos who would like to have these back. There just has to be somebody. There's a lot of kids in these photos. So, the memory. Uh, the, yeah. very, the very – I guess this is not This is going to be a long story. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I try to short. It's it. It's fine. Um, I can make this podcast as
1: long as I want. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, so I was going through these boxes. Um, and the plan was to sell them because some of these slides, you know, have good content. There's a lot of Disney world slides in there from the sixties, which I know I could sell for good money.
2: Old Vegas, A lot photos. of
3: architecture, a lot of Vegas photos, a lot of mid century um, photos of the interior of their houses and furniture and things that I know I could get some money for. And but I, I, I had this thought, I kept having this thought that somebody wants these photos in the very last box. There was an address on the box, just a street, a street name and an address. And it said our house, 1972.
2: So I looked it up on property records and I I, found who owned that house. And then we Googled it and we found the obituary for the, the mom. And then we read like the kids names and we were searching on Facebook and we found them.
3: Yeah. We found the guy, we found the guy on Facebook, um, and later that night he called me from Washington state. He's a dentist in Washington. And we had an hour long conversation about his family and, and how these photos came to be in that basement and how unbelievably stoked he is to get them back. Cause it's all his fa- photos of his mother and father and all of his siblings and stuff. And, um, it was pretty exciting. It was, it was a pretty good feeling to get these back to the guy. We packaged them up. I didn't even charge him for the shipping. We just paid for it on our own and we put it in a big box and FedEx it to him. We actually got it yesterday. So, I'm going to contact but, uh, him today and I'm going to talk to him about it and see what he thinks going through it
1: all and see what kind of emotions he's got. Oh,
2: but, uh, I'm sure he's crying. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it
1: was pretty awesome. That's a really cool story, man. That, that's, that's, um, that's really interesting. Um, did he, uh, this person know that, that they had slides of like their family and stuff like that?
3: No, he didn't. He had no idea these even existed. Um, uh, essentially what had happened, his, his mother passed away. And the man she was married to remarried somebody. And then when he passed away, the woman he remarried, I guess, was not very nice. They weren't, they didn't like each other. The family didn't like this lady. And she essentially threw away all their family mementos without even telling them they existed. She just tossed it all out in the trash. Sold it all. And sold it all at this estate sale. And uh, so he didn't even know these photos existed. He had no idea. So, um, yeah, his, his, so for him to get that message from me on Facebook had to be, Pretty jarring, but uh, yeah, he seemed pretty excited. Well, his initial reaction—if you read the Twitter, my Twitter feed on that—his <laughs> initial reaction was he told me uh, he told me to to f, to off. f off basically. <laughs> I sent him a random photo, and he goes, "If you think I'm going to open photos from somebody I don't know, you're crazy." But, uh, when he, he finds some him,
1: sort of spam or something yeah, like
3: spam. Yeah, I, I convinced him with the names of his parents to open the photo, and he did. And yeah, the rest is history. It was pretty exciting. Candace joked that we should go into business. Finding old slides and reuniting with people because it was so it much. It would fun.
2: be awesome. It was so
1: much fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that must have uh, had a really good feeling, knowing that you can uh, like reconnect, like some you know old photos with uh, a family that you found, and you know it yeah. probably that you're able to give give those back. Yeah, yeah. it felt
3: great. It was. I, I kept having this feeling looking through these photos that maybe I should just post one of these photos on Facebook in hopes that it goes viral and. Like you Somebody see these, may
2: know this person. Yeah, yeah, you see
3: these Facebook posts of people with their lost like military rings and stuff and purple hearts, and they get reunited with people. And I thought about maybe doing that, but the chances were just a billion to one that that would work. Then so we found yeah. that address, and that sparked the the, uh, the light bulb in my head, and it all went from there. And and, and honestly, like from the moment I found the address on the box to the moment I was on the phone with the guy, it was it was like a few hours. So it happened really quickly. It was with the internet now, it, it's so simple to to find people that uh,
1: that it was, it happened fast and it was awesome. That is awesome. That is a really cool story. Um, uh, moving on, um, what is your, uh, do you guys uh, source every day or every other day? What is your routine as far as uh, resellers?
2: If I didn't list it, I would source every day. Cause that's the best part. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like twice a week. We usually go like Mondays and Thursdays.
3: Yeah, I would, I would source every day if I could, for me, that's like I said, with the, with the treasure hunt aspect of this business, that's what's fun. I, I love sourcing. Um, it's like- the
2: listing and taking yeah. pictures and cleaning and all that.
3: I don't stuff I don't that like that so wants don't, to do. <laughs> I don't do any of it. I let Candace do it
2: all. Yeah, it takes <laughs> a lot.
3: She's she's the uh, she's yeah. the heart and soul in the brains of this operation. I just I help her source and I keep track of the course, and it. Too.
1: Oh. so you, you get to do all the fun stuff and Candace does the hard work?
2: Exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: I well she's so good at it, and I'm I I would
3: just I've tried to help her take photos in the past and I'm just not
2: you doing it wrong and they I it this way <laughs> I, I always
3: I always call her the eBay queen because she she knows what I'm she's doing and I I, I am don't. so out of it
2: <laughs> oh, I learned so much stuff I'm, I'm good with num- I'm
3: good and I enjoy numbers so I like doing the bookworking section of it and uh, that's that's what I do And sourcing sourcing yeah sourcing is fun part. you probably <laughs> go right? three, you probably go 3 days a week to to somewhere yeah but I'm always constantly looking I am scouring uh, Facebook Marketplace and offer up and and auction sites and estate come upcoming estate sales. I spend probably we even
2: source on like Mercari and Poshmark. Like if we could find something that we know is worth way more than what somebody's asking, easy flip.
3: Yeah, right. we've done that several times. Candace has bought a lot of things off of Mercari and flipped them and made a, a good chunk of money because the person didn't know what they had. So uh, our sourcing uh, comes from a lot of different places and. Um, I probably spend 30, 40 percent of my day searching for things, not, <laughs> not physically leaving the house, but trying to find things that I can go buy and, and make money on.
0: So
1: if you're not physically going out and sourcing like Goodwill or Savers, you're sourcing on other platforms, right? Yep. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Candice, I, I
3: Candice has found a few things. Uh, I don't know what she wants me to say, but uh, <laughs> a few things. That well, people,
2: you could you could say that Tinky lamp.
3: Um, you could tell them. No, that. no, no. I'm I'm talking about it in general. She she's found a few things that people commonly misspell um, oh, yeah. online, and she'll search <laughs> That's for a the. Fun one. It's a fun one. She'll search for the misspellings, and she'll find stuff super cheap because a person didn't have the time or, or the knowledge to even spell it correctly, so they didn't know what it's worth, and she'll buy it and she'll sell it for five times what she paid for it. So.
2: Hey, I'm sure I've made the same mistake in the beginning too I'll say
3: one of them is one of them is uh doc Martin boots
2: oh
3: yeah uh people will 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 constantly post and sell doc Martins on on the smaller platforms like the Mercari's and the offer ups and, spell it and they'll spell it wrong so does <laughs> nobody finds it, nobody searches for it and she'll search for the misspellings and then she'll go buy those shoes for twenty bucks and flip them for a hundred so
1: we've done that multiple multiple times that's just one of the things we look for. That's interesting. How did you figure out that if you try to if you misspell something, it, it's just something you just found or read? Or that's interesting. Uh, I never heard of that. I remember one of the groups way
2: back in the day, they were talking about a site called Fat Fingers, and that's basically a site where you type in what you're searching for, like Doc Martens, and it'll come up with all the misspellings and the listings off of eBay. Oh, really? Yeah,
1: go. I'd never heard of that. There you go. Yeah. I learned something too. <laughs> Is that a, a, is that a free site or is that something you have to pay for? Or
2: no, it's free. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: that's interesting to me. I've never heard that. The misspellings <laughs> of titles. I I guess. I no, everybody knows.
0: <laughs> Dark. Oh, everybody knows. Doc. Everybody knows.
1: ourselves. <laughs> uh,
3: Doc Martin's a big one because people don't know how to spell Doc Martin, and they will.
1: Like I said, we we so find those all noise. the time, super cheap, and flip them for good money. So. Yeah, I've, I've actually found a couple of pairs of, of Doc Martens and sold them. I sold them fast too. As soon as I listed them, they're like, oh, yeah. they're like mm, you know, yeah, they're big sellers, big sellers. Um, One last question for you guys. Uh, if you, if there was a, a reseller that just signed up for like eBay or Amazon or just a brand new reseller who wants to get into the game, uh, what advice would you give a new reseller?
3: Um. Uh, uh, my advice would be to, to join the thrifting community, all the different Facebook groups and
2: YouTube and, and, and
3: YouTube videos, Instagram.
2: And, There's so much information from all these sites.
3: Yeah. It's, uh, it's beyond helpful. Um, I think, uh, knowledge is key and it's a constant learning process. you I don't think anybody ever figures it all out, but, um, knowledge is everything. And, and uh, those groups, you can ask some of those groups, any question in the world and somebody will immediately have an answer for it. So um, don't be afraid to ask, ask for help and, um, and just seek that knowledge because uh, doing it on your own, can probably be really difficult. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't want to do that.
2: Especially like on an right. artwork and stuff. There's artwork, identify uh, ID groups and all kinds of stuff.
3: Yeah. Especially with reselling because like I said, knowledge is everything and there's, there's just so much inventory. If you're going to be searching at, at thrift stores and garage sales and yard sales, it, as we all know, 98% of it is junk. It's un, an un junk, but the stuff that's there, that's worth money. You have to know what it is. You have to have the ability to research that on the fly and um, knowing how to do that is, is everything. You know, if we didn't, if we didn't have the ability to research things up to, immediately on location or uh, even have those groups, there's times where we've posted photos of things that we didn't even know what it was. Or we couldn't figure it out or how to look it up. And we post a photo to one of the groups we're, we're involved in and somebody had an answer immediately to what it was. So it's invaluable. You can't, can't yeah. be afraid to ask for it.
1: No, I totally agree. That's really good advice. Um, I like I said this numerous times on my podcast. When I first began uh, reselling, I did heavy research before I even signed up for an account on eBay and Amazon and you know, I, I looked at all the, you know, YouTube videos, you know, any Instagram post and, you know, I did heavy research and then finally oh. it's like, you know what, it's, it's time for me to, to start doing this. I think I've done enough research.
3: <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you just
1: yeah. have to go in and do it, you know. Sure. Or just, I, would, I, would, I would go around if there's you, something
3: you're interested in, I would go around my house. And look at all the things you own, and go on eBay and look up the solds for the actual things that you own in your house, and see what they're worth, see what the resale value is, just just to give you an idea
1: of what things go for. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly right. You're, that's really good advice. Just if you're a new reseller out there and you're listening to this, you know, it just find stuff around the house that that you don't use anymore or an old uh, gaming console you don't use. Look it up and see what it's going for, and start start there. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Candace, Will, thank you very much for being on the show. I appreciate it. I love talking to local resellers like yourself. Hopefully we'll run into each other someday. I'll be I'm the uh the short uh fat Hispanic guy with the big nerd glasses. So short Hispanic guy in Las Vegas. That narrows it down. <laughs> I'll look
3: for you. We'll just yell, <laughs> I'll just yell your
0: name. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'll Especially at to- Broadacres. I'll never spot you at Broadacres. <laughs> I can get
1: lost uh, there. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. I, I know. <laughs> All <laughs> well, right. Thanks for having me. We appreciate it. It was fun. Right.
2: Yes. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much, guys. Have a good weekend. You, yeah, thank too.
0: you too.
1: Never get tired of hearing that sound. It's time to go over my weekly sales, my week, weekend sales. Uh, Monday was a holiday so I had an extra day to get some more sales in there, but uh, overall, it was a good weekend. Um, these sales are not from the last week. Weekend is the weekend bef- uh, the week before. Uh, I'm trying to play catch up here. Um, just to let you guys know what I'm selling through the week and weeks and the weekend. Um, <laughs> uh, starting with Super Nintendo. Nope, not starting with Super Nintendo. Getting ahead of myself. Uh Champion. I actually sold a couple Champion hoodies. Uh, this one was Princeton. Uh, really cool hoodie. Uh, Champion is a name that's kind of reinventing itself. Um, they changed their logo, and nobody kind of accepted the new logo. So they went back to their old school logo, and they, they're just coming back, you know, in full force. And you know, it's a really popular brand right now. So uh, this one has the the old school logo on it. Uh, champion. Princeton University long sleeve hoodie, pullover hoodie. Really cool sweater. It says Princeton in the front and in the back of the hoodie it has a big P in there and it says Princeton on the sleeve. So it wasn't very hard to sell. Very easy sale. Uh, sold for $30. Picked it up at Goodwill. Uh, I think it was like $5 or something like that and I sold it for $30. So it was, it was a good flip on that one. So I knew it was going to sell because as soon as I listed it, It was, uh, they had a bunch of watchers. Uh, next up, now we're getting to the Super Super Nintendo, uh, long sleeve gray zip-up hoodie. Uh, the cool thing about it was, it's by uh, Nintendo, and it has the Super Nintendo, sorry, getting buzzes here. I'm getting sales as we're talking about this, that's funny. Um, it's a zip-up hoodie, and it has on the front of the... The hoodie has the old Super Nintendo uh, controller on there and the wire is coming out and it looks like it's wrapping around the hoodie. Uh, Really cool. I picked it up at Savers. I think I paid $6, $7 for it. I knew as soon as I saw it, I go, this is different. I've never seen a hoodie like this and it sold. Didn't stay in my store for very long. $31.99. That's what I sold it for. I think I picked it up for like 6 bucks. And, and of course I always have coupons for savers, so I probably paid a little bit less, like a dollar less. But $31.99. Um, it didn't sell, it sold quick, but not as quick as I thought it was, it was gonna be. Because a bunch of the watchers, they were uh, a lot of low ball offers. I came in for $10, $15, $20, I'm like no. And I'd counter, you know, counter offer and i get no reply or decline the offer. But uh finally sold it for 31 dollars and I think that was the sale price, so it was actually no best offer. So $31.99 was what I was asking for, and that's what it sold for. And ended up getting a positive feedback on that. So they, they really liked the sweater, so which is good. Win-win. Uh next up, another champion hoodie. This one's not a pullover, it's a zip-up hoodie. I found it into Goodwill. I think I paid five bucks, something like that for it. Sold it for twenty four. It wasn't a really high resale, you know, flip on that, not like the other champion hoodie. But it was Duke, uh gray hoodie that's that stitched Duke University on there. Uh size medium. Uh picked it up a, again, Goodwill for like five bucks. And uh flipped it for twenty four bucks. And it was a size medium, but a real small medium, like I think it was like a woman's uh, hoodie. And you know, it has the champion logo on the sleeve, and then Duke University on the front, which is really, really cool. Uh, next up, uh, the maker of the polo is called Blue Generation, and what it is, it's a 7-Eleven employee uh, polo. It's like a, a peach-colored, or, or you would say, a salmon-colored 7-Eleven employee uh, polo, and sold it for 19.99. I found it at the Goodwill bins. And anything I pick up that looks like an employee outfit, not just a t-shirt, but if it looks like it's a shirt or a polo, I pick it up. Because I guess I could put it put it out as a bolo. Anything that has to do with employees like Walmart or Sun 11 I've sold um, numerous employee, uh, let's see. what The last one I really had a good flip on was like 30 bucks. It was a Krispy Kreme polo, brand new with tags, found it at Savers. They I paid for like $3 for it, flipped it for like 30. It was still had the tags on it and it has Krispy Kreme polo on there and it sold quick. And from then I always looked, I always keep an eye out for employees, uh, uniforms like McDonald's shirts. I've sold this 7-Eleven shirt polo. I've sold 20 bucks. Picked it up for a couple bucks. It's a good flip. Uh, next one was a really good flip. Uh, really didn't know when I first picked it up what it was. It just looked like a like an old school... Um, what do you call it? Uh, voicemail? Not voicemail. <laughs> like a, a machine where you leave uh, messages on your home phone. Jeez, I can't even remember the exact name of it. Uh, I feel retarded right now. Uh, anyway, it's a Panasonic... What they call Panasonic Micro Cassette Transcriber. That's what I found out by looking up the model on eBay. And I, I guess the new ones come with a foot pedal and headphones. These this uh, cassette recorder did not come with any of those. Just the recorder itself. So found it at Goodwill. It was like $4.99. Plugged it in because you can test stuff at Goodwill. Had a tape in there still. And I played the tape, it started playing, it was some sort of weird deposition on the tape. Um, Hit the rewind, I tested everything I could test on, and it worked. And from what I could see, the comps on eBay, they were going between $35 and $65 on here. So, And they were selling even with the foot pedals and without the headphones on it. So even just the unit itself was selling. And picked it up and sold it for 45 bucks. Best offer. I think I had it up for like 49. 99. I took a best offer of 45. And I sold it within the week of listing it. So I knew it was gonna sell because they were selling every day. So make sure when you do pick something up and you're not really sure if it's gonna sell or not, look up the listings. And then when you look up the listing for it, look at the comps sold on there to see if they're selling every day. And if they're selling every day, pick it up and list it and You'll, sure enough, we'll sell it. Uh, next up is Nike Golf uh, Dynamic Flex Blue Golf Pants. And Now, that's the official name of the pants. They're just blue Nike golf pants. Uh, size 3830, which is a good size. Uh, picked them up at Burlington. There were three on the rack of the clearance rack. Picked up two of the three because the third one didn't have tags on it. And it had some weird like dirt or something on the bottom. Like someone had tried it on and then put it back or bought it and returned it. So I picked up the new, the two that still had the tags on it. And they were brand new. They were reduced to $9.99. And so I got two. So I still have one left. And this one I sold for $47.99. Because that's basically what they were going for. And it was only a few listings for these particular pants, this color. So I knew eventually it was gonna sell. And sure enough, I listed both and both immediately got watchers on it. So um, it was a good flip. I turned $9.99 to $47.99, which I was happy about. So uh, that was pretty good. Uh, Next up, Lucky Brand. I know I talk about Lucky Brand, um, especially men's t-shirts, Lucky Brand t-shirts, they sell for me no matter what is on the the t-shirt. Uh, these two particular ones, uh, lucky brand, the who, uh, the band, the who back in the sixties and stuff, sold it for $19.99. It's a used t-shirt and I sold it for $19.99, picked it up for like $2 at Goodwill. You know, the Goodwill has a a huge, the Goodwill I go to has a huge rack of t-shirts and I'll flip through them to see what I can pick up. And I found lucky brand paid $2 for it. The, the band, the who. Sold it quick, 19.99. dollars um, The other one uh, is a lucky brand, and it has a, a graphic on there. It says no retreat, no surrender, extra large t-shirt. Same, I picked up in the same haul as the other one. Uh, $13.59, didn't sell it as much as, as the one that says the who on it, but this one still sold. $13.59, and it shipped it off to its new home. Um, and that's pretty much it for my sales. Uh, I do have other ones on here. Um, but it was just basic ones like, uh, a, a, a woman's blouse and, uh, you know, a couple other t-shirts, you know, but th- these are the highlights of what I sold. So, um, it was a, a really good week that week. This was like, think these a sales from like two weeks ago. So, um, but that's pretty much my sales of the week. I lose my train of thought like constantly. If I don't keep talking, I'll just like lose what I'm talking about. But that's pretty much it for my sales of the week. And let's uh, go on to um, eBay news. Now it's time to get into some eBay news. And this one's kind of a heartwarming uh, news article. It's coming, it, The article comes from housebeautiful.com. And it's you probably heard of it already. I'm I'm gonna talk about it because it's really cool. It has to do with eBay and eBay, an 86 year old person and a VCR. (coughs) Excuse me. If you haven't heard about it, here's the story. Uh, A man sold a VCR on eBay, received a thank you note from an 86 year old uh, the 86 year old buyer, and the article. Uh, you know, usually when you buy something on eBay or another website, you're just happy to get the old item, you know, off your hands or you know, make money off of it. Uh, a seller named Matt Shalkre of St. Louis, Missouri, uh, sold his old VCR, listed it on eBay. Uh, someone bought it, and you know, he didn't think much about it because this guy's—I think this—he's a full-time seller. It doesn't really say in the article, but it, I think he is. Um, sold his VCR, packaged it, sent it out to the buyer, didn't think any of it, just thinking, you know, I just made some money off a of VCR. A few days later, he was surprised to find a letter in his mailbox. It was handwritten, so he kind of noticed it right away, you know, all the junk and in between all the junk mail. And it was a handwritten letter addressed to him. And it was a thank you note from the eBay uh, buyer who bought the VCR. It turns out the purchase was was uh, meaningful, really meaningful to this buyer. And the article, the eighty-six year old man explained that he recently found many VHS tapes and wanted to see what was on them. After visiting eBay for the first time, this is the first time he's ever gone to eBay. The buyer he purchased uh, Shalkey's uh, VCR and purchased and praised sorry praised the condition it was in when it arrived. Uh, He was quoted as saying the VCR looked new and an unused. Uh, And he wrote, and he go on to thank you very much for your care and your efforts and your promptness. And it goes on, the article goes on about the letter. Now, there's a screenshot of the letter on here. And I'm going to read it verbatim. And it's a really cool letter. And it's probably something you don't see ever. Because with today's technology, are either texting, emails or, you know, nobody ever, you know, hardly ever calls or writes letters anymore. You know, everything's done through text or email. So nobody writes letters, right? But this was a typewritten letter with a signature in the bottom, you know, really old school. Not only is it is it typed, the buyer even put the the date February 10th, 2019, and then started their letter and it goes on to say, hi, uh, M Shalkri, the seller. I found many old VHS tapes recently and wanted to see what was on them and realized I had no player. So I went to eBay for the first time and discovered your offer. I bought your VHS and you shipped it within a few days. The VHS looked new and unused. Amazing. I had some issues getting it going, which were mine and not the player. I am 86 and perhaps not up to my game, but I do get there eventually. As I did, I discovered the VHS works perfectly. Thank you so much for your care, your efforts, and your promptness. I watched tapes of my retirement party from 25 years ago which I've never seen before. Geez, we were young. Then a tape of my wedding with all my family and friends, many of which are no longer around. Then skiing trips, kids growing up, travels, and most importantly, the gentle maturing of my family. Each one more fun than the last, all thanks to your generous selling of the VHS player. I thought you would appreciate how someone had enjoyed your offer. Best regards, and it has a signature. I can't make out the signature on there of the name, but it's really, really cool. You don't ever see that with buyers, right? Someone especially who's bought something on eBay for the first time and receives the item, is so happy with it, decides to sit down type up a letter and send it to the seller. You don't see that very often. I mean with Poshmark, I know Poshmark when you, when you send some out to a buyer, a lot of, a lot of uh, sellers will send like little thank you notes to the buyer, but usually you don't see the buyer sending that thank you note to the seller. So it's sort of like a reverse role on here. But I, I thought this, this was very cool. This was very good for eBay. Especially someone who does not go on eBay, was, you know, first time on eBay and discovered your offer. Because all he w- this person was looking for is VCR so they can watch tapes. You know, and just like many uh, elderly people that are not really sure how to go about buying it and how eBay works. So, you know, this person is still, you know, knows enough to go on eBay, look up the VCR, and then purchase it. So I thought it was really cool. Um, it's, it's gone viral because the buyer actually put it on, uh, uh reddit.com and it just kind of kept going and going. It's made several news, um, around the country and it's really cool, really cool for eBay, really cool about this buyer. And then the cool thing about the buyer is, I'm sorry. The seller is that he communicate back with this person. And is actually trying to reach out to, to this person to have them send the VCR tapes or the VHS tapes to him, so he can put those tapes onto uh, di- uh, put them on digital, like a, a CD or a, maybe a flash drive or something. So the, you know the ta- you know over time tapes do wear and wear out, especially recorded tapes. So he's actually really cool about it. He's going to ask him to send his tapes into him. So he can put them on disk or a flash drive for him so he can have those things forever and pass them on you know, to the rest of his family. So really cool, man. It's just I thought it was so cool. I, I read, you know, I'm going through eBay news and I always try to come up with something cool. And this was like the coolest thing I've ever seen so far this year. <laughs> so um, I'll have the um, the screenshot of, of the article on here and you guys can check it out or you guys can look it up. It's all over the internet. It's all over the news. It's super cool. I mean, something you don't see every day. Nobody writes letters anymore. And this this is why it went viral. This like, person took the time to write a letter to send back to the seller. Very cool. And that's pretty much it for my uh, <laughs> eBay news. <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes I'm like, Should I start my podcast today? Okay, I'll do it. And then, you know, I just lose all train of thought. So (laughs) bear with me. (laughs) Let's go on to eBay tip of the week. Okay, now it's time for eBay tip of the week. And this one has to do with shipping and returns. And... You experienced sellers out there know about this already. If you're not, uh, return policy is not nice to have. It's a must, and I agree. Um, I offer free shipping and free returns uh, at at 30 days. Uh, The key aspect for for buyers on eBay is your return policy. Uh, If you don't have a return policy, If your return policy is less than generous, you will. Uh, And then what what I mean is you will uh, lose potential buyers who are put off since uh, you don't want to take responsibility for your own items. What what I mean is if you don't, you know, if you're not, how should I say this? Um, Confident. If you're not confident in your items where you know the buyer is going to be happy with it and not return it. Then um, you should really think twice about what you're selling, because if you're if you're selling a bunch of stuff and you're saying as is, no returns, they're just going to flip on to the next seller who has the same thing who's going to offer free returns or free shipping, because they can offer the same thing, maybe at a lower price, or the buyer will pay premium for it just to feel comfortable that they know they can return it if they're not happy with it. And so if you're listing everything as is and no uh, returns, you're going to see very, very few sales. Unless it's something that's really, really uh, in demand or, or vintage. You know, some things are vintage and people collect. Um, but if once you change it over to free returns, or free shipping, your your sales are going to go up dramatically. Um, and not only will your uh, buyers not see your stuff if you're offering as is or no returns, or buyer pays for returns, you know, for shipping b- it back. Uh, eBay will penalize you in terms of your ranking and search results uh, in, you know, for the algorithms Uh, favor generous return policies. So you know a lot of you know professional sellers on here on eBay who offer free shipping and free returns you're gonna see their listings at the top of the page as yours is gonna be way towards the bottom. Like I said if if you're selling something that's in demand maybe a little higher but maybe you know if you switch it over to free returns and free uh, free shipping, see what happens. You don't have to keep it there. If it doesn't work for you, then go back to where you were. But um, I finally switched over to um, free returns and free shipping and my sales are up dramatically. You know, And I have a one day handling time, which makes me a top rated seller. I have one day handling time because I have no issues shipping out stuff and going, stopping by the post office, and dropping them off before I go to work every day. I don't have a problem with that. So give it a try. If you're not offering free shipping or free returns, give it a try. Give it thirty days and see what happens. Because I I can almost guarantee you're going to see a difference. Because people will see that the buyers will see it and be more trusting on what you're selling. Uh, fast dispatch. What they mean is one day handling time, which is what I do. Uh, you know, it's extremely important for fast shipping. Now, if you go to my store, which is a Sin City Outpost on eBay, and you look at all, I'd say 90%, maybe higher, of my feedbacks, which I have 100% on, is fast shipping. If you look at all the feedbacks, it's like very pleased, very nice, fast shipping, got it faster than I expected because I ship it out within 24 hours and that's the one day handling time you have once you get that sale and of course it doesn't apply to weekends but even on weekend if I sell something on Friday I'll put it in the mailbox on Saturday or that or the same day you know even though it's not going to get probably shipped out until Monday Um, but I have a one day handling time and you'll see the you'll see the feedbacks oh Fat just the seller is a fast shipper, fast shipper, you know. I do that. Um, fast delivery, of course, it has to do with you know, one day handling time in the modern world. Um, people want it fast, and that's me. Uh, Amazon Prime has either what is it, same day shipping, one day shipping, or something like that. I don't have Prime. (laughs) Um, two day delivery. Oh, say patience and make two day delivery standard. Uh, eBay has uh, introduced a new three day guarantee shipping filter. Um, but yeah, I mean, today's world people want it now. That's me. I'm impatient when I buy something online, I want it the next day. If I can't find it at the store where I can, gra- you know, physically grab it off the shelf and then purchase it and take it home, I'll go online and see how fast I can get it here and this is this is what i'm talking about fast shipping if you can get it out within that day 24-hour period i guarantee your sales are going to go up because people are going to notice when they buy something off your store or whatever you're listing on ebay and they look at your feedback because i do that sometimes when i'm buying something off off a certain store on ebay i'll look at the feedbacks to see how fast the shipper is or if there's any problems um, with his store and I'm sure I'm not the only one who does that. You know. Tell me what you guys think. Am I? Do you guys, when you guys buy something online, do you check on eBay to see how fast he ships them out? Because I do. I mean, there's ones where I go and check it out and I'll see, oh, he takes forever to ship. Or there was no tracking on his shipping. Didn't know when he ship it out. Or, you know, just a number of problems. And I will go, oh, I'll skip to the next one. I'll skip to the next you know buyer or seller but quick shipping quick 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 um, that's I can't stress that enough I mean I pride myself on fast shipping so um, of course offer free shipping like I said free returns free shipping uh, just like I said people want things fast they love freebies uh, you know it goes without saying you know if you offer free shipping uh, free returns, People are going to look at your stuff, uh, you know, eBay has done research and has uh, free shipping increases conversion rates, hands down, they say that means people are going to buy your stuff because they what you're offering them when they see free on there and, and that little um, delivery icon uh, truck that you see next to people's listings fast and free you know, and free returns. That catches people's eye. Free. That word free catches people's eye. You know, it's just, you know, it's just the illusion of the word free. That that people will automatically zone in. So, you know, just if you're a new seller, think about it. Try it for thirty days. Uh, a really Cool uh, resellers: uh, Kitty Zilverberg and LV Pink Panther, uh, Vicky. Um, they offer free returns, free shipping. And I wasn't doing that at first. And I read, I saw one of their videos, and they're like, "Just, just try it." And that's when eBay came out with um, free returns policy on there. And she goes, "Just try it for thirty days and see what happens. See what, see what kind of results you're gonna have." And I did that. I go, you know what? Because at one point, I was offering for buyer pays for returns. And I was getting sales because I was offering free shipping with it. But if they wanted to return it, they had to pay for shipping. So I switched it. They switched it to free returns. And within 30 days, I was getting sales, 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 sales. I mean, she was right. Try for 30 days. See what happens. Does it work for you? Keep it. If it doesn't work for you, try something else to see what works for you. Cause not every seller is the same. Every seller is different. They have different type of niches, different type of stores, you know, so give it a try. That's my tip of the week. Uh, I want to thank Candace and will, uh, Nevada vintage resale. That's their handle, Nevada Vintage Resale. Look them up on Instagram. Uh, give them a follow. Really cool couple. Uh, it was a really nice interview. And I, you know, I hopefully I'll run into them one of these days at, at, a, at a thrift store or the bins or whatever. So uh, it was nice to meet you guys. Will, Candace, thank you very much for being on. Thank everybody out there who's listened to this podcast. Thank you so much. It's got amazing results. People are listening. Thank you so much. It's been listened to over 10,000 times, which is amazing. Amazing to me. Thank you very much, everybody. Let's keep on hustling. and turn W's into M's. People are always asking me, what does that mean? When I put that on my Instagram, I'll put W's to M's. It's off a rap song. It's turning wins into money. Turn your wins into money, guys. And I'll see you guys next week.